everyone, it's Ali Corman Ken Shreve here with a look at the stock market for Thursday, April 13th, where we saw stocks race higher on the heels of cooling wholesale inflation data, Ken. Yeah, pretty good uh, percentage gains uh, for the market, uh, really paying attention to volume in the in the market, really looking for kind of renewed signs of accumulation in the major stock indexes. Uh, not quite seeing it yet. Volume might be a little higher on the NASDAQ. We'll have to see. But, uh, you know, good day for metals, gold, silver, copper all up sharply. So we'll take a look at Southern Copper, SCCO. Also, a couple large cap stocks, Visa, ticker V, and uh, Apple, which is uh, kind of approaching a new buy point here. Yes. So detailed analysis coming your way shortly on those three stocks. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes. The NASDAQ leading the gains today up 2% by sessions close. We also had the S&P 500 up 1.3%. It looked like the Russell 2000 was also on pace for a gain of 1.3% by the end of the day. And the Dow up more than 1% as well, some 1.1%. So strong gains across the board. And I guess, Ken, if we're in the kind of market where we're seeing tech leadership, but also these commodity plays working? Does it seem like we're seeing more market participation? Well, you know, it's funny. I was just talking to one of my leaderboard colleagues and he was saying, you know, our, our, one of our best performers on the in the leaderboard model portfolio was Royal Gold. So we're seeing uh, we're seeing the market trying to rally here with gold stocks, uh, you know, hitting uh, hitting new highs and Royal Gold has been a strong performer. So we're seeing good action in individual stocks uh, as well. Uh, breadth was, uh, you know, pretty good about a half an hour before the market closed. Uh, NASDAQ breadth was about two and a half to one positive and uh, nearly three to one positive on the NYSE. So lots of good action in individual growth stocks. Uh, but when you see the number of stocks that are just rising in uh, in light volume here, it just gives uh, it gives some uh, some pause. Uh, you know, we are still in a confirmed uh, uptrend and the technical picture of the market still looks uh, pretty good. We're just waiting for, you know, kind of growth stocks to start to show signs of accumulation here because um, so many low volume gains, it's um, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to make to, to move into a stock and buy it without uh, without volume. Right. So uh, we've been nibbling here and there, but uh, like, like I've been saying on the on the show, leaderboard is only about 67% invested right now. So we have room to increase, but um, just going to wait for, for volume to come into the market here. Good notes there, Ken. And we did see the NASDAQ getting back above that 12,000 level. So now it is approaching its high from the 31st of March. And that would also put it really close to that February high. So one more strong day, Ken, and we could be at the highest levels this year. Yeah, one more strong day, and it, it would just be a, it would be a breakout, you know, for for the Nasdaq. Uh, and you know, headed into this session, when I saw that that bearish reversal yesterday, remember we've had three distribution days, three higher volume declines in the Nasdaq over the past uh, five trading sessions. And uh, right now, volume looks like it might be a little bit lower, but. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. It, it, it's pretty close to what we saw on Wednesday. But if you had asked me if the NASDAQ was going to be able to take out yesterday's high, I would have been a little skeptical uh, at the beginning of the session. But, uh, you know, NASDAQ ended with a really nice, uh, nice percentage gain here. And, uh, you know, again, liking uh, liking the action uh, in, in the market. But um, when so many things are moving in, in light volume, it just does, it gives you a little bit of pause and yeah. reminds you that the market, you know, still has some headwinds that it's uh, mm -hmm. fighting through. But um, market rallies often happen when they're least expected. Yeah. And perhaps uh, traders are biding their time to position a little bit more once we hear from the big banks 
Do you think? Absolutely. Ken? Yeah. No, we've it's uh, tomorrow's going to be a, a, a pretty uh, pivotal day. I mean, we've got uh, United Health Group, the managed care firm that's been an outstanding performer in the healthcare sector. They report to tomorrow. And then we've got, you know, Citigroup, JP Morgan, uh, BlackRock, and uh, another another big one that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm missing. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of a lot of high profile yeah. financials uh, coming out tomorrow morning and uh, markets, you know, maybe a little jittery about what they might say, but, uh, you know, really, really solid day today. Okay. And now let's take a look at the S&P 500 looking like a, a breakout over a handle area for it as well with uh, two recent downside reversals that it was able to pass. It is now getting closer and closer to that 4,200 level, which also coincides with that early February high. So the S&P 500 looking pretty good here as well. How about the Dow getting above 34,000 today? Yeah, pretty, pretty impressive. And uh, just with the S&P 500, remember, this is an index. We talked about this kind of mild distribution that we've been seeing on the on the NASDAQ. We still haven't had a distribution day on the S&P 500. Yeah. And we got that first uh, buy signal on uh, March 29th with the uh, with the follow through day for both the S&P 500 and the and the NASDAQ. So yeah, today looks like a, a breakout. It does look like NYSE volume is going to be uh, lower than uh, than Wednesday. So really, you know, it wasn't a meaningful accumulation day for the index. Uh, maybe for the for the Nasdaq, but like I said, Nasdaq volume pretty pretty close to what mm -hmm. we saw uh, yesterday. All right, and so we looked at the Dow strengthening as well, and then the Russell two thousand. Here's the IWM ETF had a strong percentage gain today, but it still has a lot of work to do. It's right around that twenty one day line, and the fifty day and two hundred day look like they are narrowing, so uh, potentially converging here. So it seems like. That is going to be the resistance level to watch. And if we get close to that level, it seems like we would be taking out uh, some of the big decline from the early days in March when the banking fears were really spreading. Uh, but it, it has made up ground, just not, a, you know, a lot. It still has a lot more work to do, more repair work. Well, it's definitely the weakest out of the four uh, indexes. I don't think the Dow, S&P 500, and NASDAQ right now are, are really, you know, dealing with, I mean, there, there's still some overhead supply that these indexes are working through, but much much more so on the Russell uh, 2000 with the uh, index, like you said, still below the 200-day. The 50-day moving average is uh, starting to, to trend lower. So this is, uh, it could be a long road back for the Russell, but uh, you never know. I think the uh, the strength in the market, again, uh, right now, the, the, you know, certainly the Dow, S&P 500, uh, you know, broke out today. NASDAQ is right on the cusp of a breakout. So, um, no, I think, I think things are, are looking, looking mm -hmm. pretty good. Looking up. Okay. And now let's take a look at SMH, the chip sector ETF, because this does look like it's finding support right around 250, where it's been, it looks like it's the closest it's been to the 50 day line in a little while, but support still in question on the weekly chart here. Yeah, good point. I mean, we would not want to see this uh, this ETF uh, break uh, badly below the 10-week moving average. You wouldn't think that would be good for the for the Nasdaq, but it is uh, it is holding uh, holding support. Like I said, it's kind of testing that 10-week line right now. A couple of weeks ago, it made a really nice uh, really nice move in in lower volume, and then on the, the yeah the daily chart here, you know, it's a it's a nice test of the 50-day moving average. But again, look at the look at the volume uh, today in the, in the SMA. 
NIH, a very, very light, uh, lower than what we saw uh, yesterday. And that's a, a, you know, a common theme when you look at the stocks rallying today and you don't have to look far. You'll see stocks that were down yesterday within in higher volume and then rallying back right. today in, in lower volume. So typically you don't like to see that, but we're just in a low volume period uh, time and kind of in a holding pattern, like you said, ahead of uh, mm-hmm. first quarter earnings season and some financial earnings reports uh, tomorrow. And we do want to check in on the 10-year treasury yield. So here's zero TNX on MarketSmith. So picking up a little bit, uh, but, you know, Monday through Thursday, it seems like we've sort of been hovering around the same range here, Ken. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that when Mark Minervini was on uh, IBD Live uh, yesterday, he was starting to think that, you know, inflation is uh, maybe becoming an, an old story in the market. And that may be true to, to some extent. But with the 10-year yield, um, you know, again, I just don't think the Fed is in a, in a position, uh, you know, where they're going to be aggressively raising rates. Uh, what the market thinks right now is that in early May, they will raise by another quarter point. They will hold uh, tight, hold steady in, in June. And the market market right now is leaning towards a quarter point hike at the at the July meeting. So we're probably at a point where um, the trajectory of uh, interest rates is probably going to start to slow uh, way down. The question the market is still battling with right now is uh, what is this uh, slowdown in the economy going to going to look like? Is right. it going to be uh, shallow or is it going to be kind of, you know, pro prolonged? And the Fed minutes came out yesterday and, you know, a lot of Fed ign- officials acknowledge that this uh, financial crisis um, or at least, you know, the problems that we saw with SVB Financial and the failures of uh, that bank and Signature Bank, uh, you know, and tight lending uh, is could slow the economy down uh, as well. So right. the question is, how much are we going to slow down? And uh, hopefully it's uh, short and shallow. If that's the case, uh, we should see the market uh, mm-hmm. continue to perform well here. Yeah, it does seem like a tricky needle to thread because the bad news uh, for the economy to an extent is good news uh, for the pace of the rate hikes. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, you know, a weakening economy then means then means recession. So in yeah. terms of the market yeah. reaction, uh, it just it just depends on how investors want to want to digest that that data or interpret it. Is it is it net positive or is it net negative? So a tricky needle yeah. to thread. It is uh, definitely definitely tricky, and uh, you know we'll 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 have to we'll just have to have to see because uh, it just doesn't seem to me like that this ten year yield is going to be in a in a position where it's going to start to materially, you know, race higher here. We can also look at the U.S. dollar, which you know yes. continues to weaken, and and that that has uh, that's why gold and and silver and copper rallied so much. But you can mm-hmm. see the downtrend that the dollar is on, um, not really showing any signs yet that it's going to start a meaningful uptrend. So if the dollar stays weak. That should uh, that should be a help for the stock mm-hmm. market as well. Absolutely. Okay. Well, let's uh, speaking of commodities, let's take a look at Southern Copper SCCO with a breakout here today. And it's good to see volume coming into the stock by the close because when I was looking at it a little bit earlier, it looked like uh, volume was on pace to be average for the day, which would be a pickup from the last couple of weeks there. And on this right side of the base, we did get a little bit of a shakeout before the breakout, Ken. Yeah, definitely. And I, I agree that volume uh, was uh, was was pretty solid today, above average, uh, quite a bit higher than what we saw on Wednesday. Just a classic uh, breakout from a double bottom base here. Um, you see that when it came down and first hit that low of 69.79, 
it rallied back and then it undercut that low. Uh, it hit a low of uh, was that 6647. Uh, so that's the shakeout that you want to see in this double bottom pattern. And you know the rally back uh, for Southern Copper has been in in very very light volume. Uh, it drifted lower uh, last week and kind of set the stage for a nice uh, powerful move today in heavy volume. So this is a stock that still looks to me like it's uh, like it's actionable. If you believe that dollar is going to stay weak and you have faith in this uptrend, uh, this is a stock that could continue to do well. Yeah, and really great to see because this was a stock that right out of the gate, uh, literally on the first day of uh, 2023, or at the very least, the first trading week made a very impressive move in strong volume. And so since then, it's just, it's just been uh, taking its time to set up again. So it would be nice to see this breakout work. Uh, but that's the question. Is it going to? Well, it's interesting you point that out because if you look at January 6th was when the when we got that first signal from the market earlier this year, we got a follow through day. And you can see, just like clockwork, uh, Southern Copper was one of the first stocks uh, out of the gate here. So uh, uh, the uh, January 6th was yeah kind of right in that area. So when when you get a follow through day for the market, you tend to see, you know, stocks, uh, you know, breaking out of kind of consolidations. That's exactly what Southern Copper did in volume. And then it just kind of formed a double base here and is moving, uh, moving again. Again, so a nice, a nice move today for SCCO. Absolutely. Uh, Freeport McMoran too. Earnings yeah. uh, next week. A group, uh, group peer of uh, SCCO, and this is another stock that moved nicely today. Kind of same sort of volume uh, increase here, and uh, kind of counter counterintuitive. I was talking to my colleague uh, David Chung. You know, we've got these home builders rallying amid worries about the economy. You've got copper stocks. I mean. Um, it's just a, a little a little counterintuitive, but uh, like I said, that's just the, the stock market being the stock market. <laughs> that's for sure. Okay, let's take a look at Visa. Here it is on the weekly chart. So it looks like five weeks of gains in progress and a nice upside reversal at the bottom of the base in some strong volume. This week, it's on pace for a gain of about 3% so far. It broke out today. And we did get some above average volume for this breakout as well. Yeah, pattern uh, recognition in MarketSmith is not uh, really identifying this as a double bottom base. I'm not sure exactly why, but uh, there was, uh, you know, a, a second leg down here. There you go. Well, you're getting pretty good with that annotation tool, oh, I gotta yeah. say. Um, but so that initial breakout over 227.41 uh, came in uh, in pretty good volume, and then it kind of formed a handle, and it's uh, moving again here. So, earnings. Uh, 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 sorry, that's uh, Freeport is earnings next week, but. Uh, hmm. Visa is uh, still still a couple weeks Week out, but uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, another stock that looks uh, still in a buy zone here doesn't look too extended. Like I said, still in range from that two twenty seven forty one pivot, and then a uh, little handle area that it just uh, it, it cleared uh, today. So another solid name and get a small dividend with Visa, and um, you know it's a really high quality company. Good estimates. It's got a real solid track record of growth. So good fundamentals and technicals here. Mm -hmm. And another behemoth to take a look at before we close is Apple outperforming in today's session with a gain of 3.4% in some slightly above average volume, but the highest volume in about a week and a half or so. And it was a rebound off of the round number of 160 and this 21 day line, Ken. 
Yeah, and it came in higher volume. So, you know, we're kind of looking at some charts here that uh, it's hard to get too down on this uh, market here when you're seeing some of the moves that we're seeing in some of these large cap names like Visa and Apple and uh, a lot of growth stocks uh, as well. You know, volume, again, hasn't been all that impressive, but at least with Apple volume uh, rose nicely today, came in about uh, about average. Uh, but this is a stock that is, uh, you know, after that move over that recent high of 157, it kind of pulled back to that 21 day uh, moving average. And now it is going to it looks like it's going to try to clear another uh, handle buy point here. So another good one for the watch list. And um, you can see up 3.4% today. There was a lot of, lot of strong movers in the market today. All right. Well, that wraps it up for today's show. But of course, we'll be back tomorrow morning on IBD Live to break down the latest as we get all those big earnings reports out. The team will be there to update you on the latest in terms of our market outlook portfolio exposure, strategies to utilize in the current market, and of course, stocks on our radar too. So we'll see you there in the morning, investors.com slash Live for all the details. We'll see you there. And we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close to wrap up the week. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.